On this Byron Lazine podcast, I have Taya DiCarlo back to respond to all the TikTok comments, the trolls, the haters, and the good comments. The broke agent crashes the pod. You do not want to miss her reaction to these comments. All right, we never do this, but we've got Taya DiCarlo back on the Byron Lazine <laughs> podcast like I'm two so... months after we had you, right? Why? Is it because I'm so controversial? Well, we've got to dig into all these TikTok <laughs> comments. Eric, the broke agent. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to be on this. Very it, excited. It's been a pleasure great night to last night. Oh, incredible. Mastros does a great job. You see me sucking down a blue Gatorade. No yeah yeah we had a great night that yeah was... it's not that there's just a lot of natural light in here it's that uh eric is suffering yeah <laughs> that's, that's why he's got the glasses on i wish i, I brought my like glasses puffy eyes yeah yeah that way i don't have to look anybody in the eyes you know <laughs> well Taya's gonna have to look us in the eyes and respond oh to God. these tiktok comments so I, let it you... be known i'm actually a little nervous about this well if you did not listen to Taya's or watch on youtube Taya's first podcast with me. I thought it was a great pod. We had a I great discussion. I actually thought it went, uh-oh. Is that the call? Please. Is it, it the call? I don't know. Taya's expecting a huge call Hello, right now. Hello, this is Taya. Put it on speaker. Speaker phone. It's spam. Oh, it's spam. That was it. such a... I get like so 50 of those. Oh. Taya will be answering phone calls on this podcast because you're waiting for a huge offer? Yes. My clients who have written countless offers were one of 20 offers. We offered almost half a million over the list price. And we're going to find out today if that was enough. And Taya's literally, if you're just listening, she's shaking right now. I am. I, I, as she described the offer, Yeah. she is so nervous for her clients. I am. I just, I, I care. I'm really invested in this one. Yeah. She doesn't want to have to make that call. Yeah, no. that every realtor call. Dreads. But we'll hear the agent to agent call right here on the podcast <laughs> if, it, if it comes through before we finish up. But let's j jump into these TikTok comments. So wanted to have you back on so we could react to the TikTok comments from the clips mm -hmm. of your first podcast. The, you know, yes. three of the clips went over a million views. Uh, to get, two of them actually went over a million views. So it's like, God. I don't know, one, one and a half million views out of these three clips almost. Let's start with the first one, Taya. Okay. All right. So this particular clip was about an agent who was not in the MLS, mm -hmm. and this happens all the time, mm -hmm. who wasn't giving good numbers on an investment property, had no pro forma. They um, put no numbers. They put no numbers, Like basically. just dash marks on an investment property. That's right. And so some of these comments are hilarious. There was over 20,000 likes. There was hundreds of comments. This one particular comment had 682 hearts on TikTok. Oh, no. All right, I'll read it to you and then you guys can both react. 682 to. other haters. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing, right? So I like to 22,000 plus likes on the video. So there's 22,000 people that, that were, were very it. appreciative, but maybe didn't write a comment. So you've got right. a lot of fans out there, okay? Okay. And uh, here's the first comment Karen Vibes. She doesn't understand that some of these people paying below market price might be families with no additional resources. At the time you commented back, Taya, no one said raise the rent. You're adding your own narrative. We are talking numbers, not eviction. XOXO Karen in parentheses, who fam whose family rented for 20 years. You were referring to my mom, your mom, my mom rented the same house that I grew up in for 20 years as a single mom. Uh, she had filed for bankruptcy and we lived paycheck to paycheck growing up. And so that comment like really hit me because I felt very, it's so funny, like on TikTok, you, you have these little snippets, things are taken yes. out of context, right? Yeah. And even though nothing in that video, that clip or the longer podcast ever talked about encouraging landlords to evict tenants, people hear the word tenant and I don't know, they see a blonde white woman talking blue eyes with blue eyes talking about sparkling this. blue eyes thank you very much yes. but they they immediately go to this woman is all about the almighty dollar kicking people out and being heartless yeah. and ruthless when really all i was talking about was the fact that realtors are lazy that, that's that's really and all don't put the there. numbers in there so i just thought it was really funny and weird that people just they go they come should we you. should we listen to these clips so people get the full 
context? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Let's do that. That that way, if you don't know the clip, you can actually understand exactly what what was said. Wait a minute. These are not vacant properties. There's no way these are vacant properties. So then I go in and I start researching. I'm like, pick up the phone. In the MLS. Like, hey Joe, calling about this property. Is it occupied? Yeah. Okay. Are they long term tenants? Yeah, they're long term tenants. Okay. What are they paying? Oh, they're paying like eight hundred dollars a month. Why are you not posting this on the MLS? And if you're embarrassed by those numbers, then post the pro forma right. and write huge upside opportunity. You just have to inherit these tenants that are paying below market. They got rent. the listing. They don't want to pitch a deal. And I'm like, how are these agents getting these listings? They should be fired, and I should be hired. Wait a minute. That was a so, that was a great uh, close there. And thank you. You're you're talking about another agent, so that this is where we're we're digging into these comments because yeah. they're just totally out of context. Well, the I comments think, are out of context off of the clip. Well, because people I think have a have like a trauma response when they hear like certain buzzwords, and I think yeah. if they listen to it again, they would understand that it's like, look, just because someone's paying below market rent, there in California, you could be a protected tenant, where we do have rent control where you inherit a tenant who's paying below market rent, they're not going to get evicted. They may be Section 8. The government may be paying for their rent every month, which for some investors is a great thing. You know why? Because now they know they're going to get the rent every single month. Every month. I have some investor clients who love getting properties with Section 8 tenants. Yeah. Oh, some people build their whole business around it. Yes. And that's, they only want to yes. do investments that... Would qualify for yeah so people eight. are so ignorant i mean like for a while there i will admit after we did our podcast i spent the weekend like chirping back at people <laughs> and then i was like ferociously like Rrr. and then i thought you know what dan first of all you can never please a mob no right and is... i'm not here to win over everybody like i think that at the end of the day on social media if you know what your intention is and you yeah. know at the end of the day you're a good person like it, you're never going to convince everybody to like you. And I think that that's very human of us to want everyone to like us. But really, I, I love TikTok because of this. Like, I love the wild commentary on TikTok. <laughs> there and are actually, more. We're just getting started. Yeah, there, there's more on these clips. Uh, and there's plenty on my clips, too. So I'm not uh, this isn't just like you the know, wild commentary on TikTok is because people feel way more free to comment on an algorithm that just feeds them posts as opposed to Instagram it's your audience that's way more engaging, right? Like you you recognize your followers. So they're less likely to comment and talk shit to you because yeah. you don't get you this on, in, on Instagram. TikTok, you don't you just you get a random profile fed to you. So you feel more, you know, you have that freedom where it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna talk crap to it right now. Yeah, you don't get this kind of wild commentary on, yeah. on Instagram ever. You recognize right. your followers on TikTok. You have no idea. Well, and I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like TikTok will feed you stuff that maybe isn't necessarily something you like. It maybe is the opposite. They want to trigger you. They want to get the engagement. I think actually TikTok is a good job. No, Eric only sees golf and uh, women. Well, that's, yeah, I made that on the Tom Ferry (laughs) podcast. I made that statement extremely embarrassing, but that's all I see. I see see boobs and three irons. It's fantastic. (laughs) It's great. Three woods. Eric has the sickest three wood in the game. If you're a golfer, you know what that is. All right. Uh, here's another one. Yeah, realtors shouldn't be a thing anyway. Teo responds, nah, lazy and careless people shouldn't be posing as professionals. Wink. Bazing. Yeah, I like, I like that. Yeah. The wink That's is good. a very subtle way yeah. to yeah. keep the comment. And, and was it in Get screwed, pal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, is it the this call? Is it, this is the call? I don't Taya's know. awaiting we're, a huge, we're answer it. A huge over-ask Hello, this offer. is Taya. Oh, sounds like a. Uh... I'm actually in the middle of a podcast recording right now. Can I call you back in like an hour? <laughs> Is it a lead? Thank you. You can stop for a lead. Okay, bye. Was that a lead, Ted? <sighs> no. No. I think it was a, just a realtor calling to pick my brain about social oh, media. Oh, Ted, can I pick <laughs> your brain? No, yeah, seriously. Oh, that's incredible. You, that's should, awesome. you should be a social media consultant also. Yeah. You should charge for this shit. Yeah. Well, we should charge for this. All right, bring yeah. it. Yeah. This is our new business. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's part of BAM also, social media consulting. Venmo uh, Eric Simon now immediately, please. <laughs> yes. Eric Simon 1. Eric Simon dash okay. 1. Dash 1. <laughs> Underscore. Yes. A lot of Eric Simons out there. Yeah, there are. There's only one Clickstein. Dr. Clickstein. Dr. Clickstein. Oh that is Eric. All right. Here's another one. The whole real estate industry is a huge mess. A lot of realtors getting free listings are not supposed to be with realtors. I don't even, that one got like all these hearts and I don't even understand what they're saying. It's incomprehensible. It is incomprehensible. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. And I'm reading it the right way. Um, Maybe they should like not hit the bong before they start commenting. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see here. What are some some of the good ones on this particular clip? The There's realtors shouldn't be a thing is a very popular comment yes. on TikTok. It's even all on, over the place. Even on my posts mm -hmm. where, you know, I, I act. Here, here's one from a user 261225669279. It's <laughs> literally their TikTok <laughs> handle. And, and, uh, this user says, apparently this woman has never heard of landlords thinking of having decent people in the community. This woman is shameful. Exclamation. And how many people uh, liked that? You, you said two people like that. Two people Fuck like those two people. User, <laughs> this woman is shameful. Is user two ruthless. trillion and other number nonsense I am here. Yeah. Uh, Last you're, night shameful. I was very shameful. Yes, yes, well. God damn it. You guys. actually responded to this. I'm not answering. They don't even have a profile. Is that? No, it was guy? my brother. It's not the guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're listening through a filter. Not once did I even imply evicting tenants. I'm discussing realtors, not disclosing numbers. That's it. Listen again. And that's what we're talking about. The MLS yeah. and not putting out good information on the MLS so that the agents looking at these investments for their investors are guessing yeah. literally uh, what the numbers would be. So, um, so you should make the long-term tenants homeless. All right. That's like a reoccurring theme in here. <sighs> Listen to this comment here. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> This one got three hearts. <laughs> this fake Glenda Baker, ain't it? Oh man, <laughs> we I I actually I love these. I love, I love these, and we're friends with Glenda. Yeah, we All love Glenda, and that's Glenda. why whenever that happens, I tag Glenda. Yeah, and I'm like, you, you know, you her in yeah, it. I said Glenda and I are actually good friends. But I, you know what's really and you funny? Wrote IRL in real life. Yeah, <laughs> good friend IRL. of mine in real life. Yeah, but I think it's funny that um, even though the world has gotten because of social media, right? There's there's globalization of us being social with one another. So even though Glenda and I live thousands and thousands of miles apart and we are two different generations, like she's in her fifties. I'm no, sorry, Glenda, but like, uh -oh. and I'm, I'm no, but I'm saying we, well, she openly talks about how yeah, old she is, right? Like I'm 39 yeah. and I'm from a different generation, right? Like we, yeah, we have blonde hair, but like she's, you know, a successful woman in the South selling real estate in Atlanta, Georgia. You don't and, have that accent. And I'm in, I'm in Los Angeles. Like we can both provide value right. to people who follow us online and still not be ripping off each other just is because there a little rivalry there possibly. I, that's what's so funny. If there like is, people think there is. People think there is, yeah. and I think that it's non-existent. I mean, if anything, we inspire one another. And I've, you know, I've been doing video for my business since 2015, and prior to that, I was a TV host. So like, video and my business go hand in hand and have for years. That same day that we did the podcast that right now we're reacting to these TikTok comments from, I did a podcast with Glenda. I put up a couple of clips on TikTok and Instagram of the podcast with Glenda. On TikTok, one of the comments was, you're stealing Glenda's co content. And it's literally me and her sitting across from each other having a discussion. What? <laughs> and I'm like, Glenda's uh, got an I'm, I'm in the video. Yeah. I'm in the video, she, bud. She and has. she's a friend of mine, I wrote. And uh, it's just hilarious. Like, But her... Fan base. I think she calls them the, the Glitteratis uh, or the Glitteratis something. Glitteratis or the Glenderatis, something yeah, like something. that. And they are passionate. Yes. They are in love with her. Yeah. As they should be. I'm in love with her too. Yeah, but, Glenda's amazing. She's great. Um, so by huge upside, you mean find a reason to evict them so you can jack up the rent. Those are people, <gasps> not numbers. Taya, those are people yes. out there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let, you want to go to another clip? Uh, sure. Do you get any sure. of these on Instagram? The haters? Any, yeah, any negative comments. I don't really get any negative vibes on Instagram. In fact, I well, encourage I negative comments. Like every time I do a Taya's Two Cents, I say, if you disagree with me, please comment below. Let's get a conversation I love going. it. I love the conversation. I love, listen, go ahead and, and fill up my TikTok anytime with these kind of comments. Please keep <laughs> them. He's begging for engagement keep, here. Keep you better be coming. careful what you ask I'm for. totally okay with this. And it is actually giving us great content right now. So thank you. Here's one that got 10 hearts. Um, it's got like an NFT photo for, for their Carfugian, C-A-R-F-U-G-I-A-N is the okay. uh, handle. Anyways, you didn't reply to this one. I did. Realtor, 10 people like this. So 10 people think that this is actually true. Realtors aren't allowed to put financial information into the MLS other than general terms like great opportunity, et cetera. No. We can't, would not, and it would not. I don't know. He, 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 he can't illiterate also. <laughs> he, he, the last part's illiterate. So this person is saying that we can't put financial information to the MLS. 
and you can only put generic terms like great opportunity. I just commented one word, incorrect, because you're a moron. You don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. And 10 people hearted that and think that that's accurate information. It's scary how much ignorance is out there. But that people think that that is like legit. All right, let's go to the next. Let's go to the next <clears throat> clip. Uh, we're going to be talking. And are about, these clips posted to your TikTok or to Teo's? To his. These okay. are these are on uh, Byron Lazine TikTok. Got it. So you can go read them all if you want. And just so you guys know, I mean, when these comments started rolling in, at first I was like, "Ha ha, this is kind of cool." And then I was like, "I think I'm going to go cry." And <laughs> then I was, and then me. and then I was like, "I'm going to fight back." And then I, I'm not kidding you. I got off of TikTok for like a week. I deleted the app from my phone so I wouldn't be triggered. Because of my to- so these, so these no, are no, no, just because you. of those comments. Yeah, because yeah, people because were so of- vicious. Hey, you can't worry about. No, this no, stuff. no. But but I think this is important for us to talk about on your podcast yeah, because I think that um, you know, even those of us with really strong self esteem, like yeah. I am, I have a great head on my shoulders. I'm confident, but I'm also humble and I'm human being, and and I, I don't mind putting myself out there to be vulnerable, and. Every once in a while, it will get to you. And wow. I think it's okay to unplug and to go, I Definitely. need to take a, um, a detox from social media and then come back in with a fresh head because you will go down this rabbit hole. It's a slippery slope, especially when people, it's not just a comment. There were people who started making their own videos. They would and take- reacting, And yes, reacting they to this? Yeah, I didn't little, see those. Little snippets, even more out of context, and then going off on an entirely different tangent that was so like mean. Where they would play the clip and then they'd respond yes, or whatever. Yeah. Yes. And I, I was like, I'm out. I was like, I need I yeah. need to detox for a little bit. But I'm back. Taya's back. Uh, you're back on TikTok. Right? Oh yeah. All right, good. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's interesting to hear you say that. I know you when you texted me that weekend or whenever the clip was. It was Super Bowl up, weekend. It was Super Bowl weekend? Yeah. Yeah. So I probably gave it. Because I, I told this chick, I told this chick to get a life. I'm like, don't you have something else better to do than to like make a video about? Well, you're right. like everybody hates me. I'm like, no, there's a lot of people that love you out there. Because there was there was good comments as well, and, and there was a lot of people liking it. And here's the thing: the 22,000 people that liked that clip, just when when they have a good reaction to something, they're less likely to make the comment on totally. TikTok yeah. on TikTok specifically than if they have the bad reaction. Yeah. So those you know a few hundred comments, those were the bad reactions, but. T- thousands and thousands of people liked it had the good reaction they just didn't share the comment potentially right so i don't worry about the stuff at all but i would agree that there's probably a lot of people that do take it to heart i look at it as like a game and i think it's hilarious and And i I love it and it's a growth opportunity too i think i actually think it's a fun social experiment to to engage with people online like that because every once in a while you'll find some really intelligent like witty, funny things. Yeah, the, the clapbacks to get more likes on a clapback yeah. too, that like ingratiates you more with your audience too, where they see more of your personality. Yeah. Like my TikTok, when I respond to people, I'm just always kind of talking shit, just being funny, saying the dumbest things possible. Yeah. And it's so different than my Instagram comment backs. And people, like one guy said like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing because of my comment backs on TikTok. So like they got more of my personality out of it. I and, like that. Yeah. And really intelligent people, this is going to sound pretty say it bad i guess <laughs> like, right. but yeah. you know people that especially in our industry real estate and know what the heck they're talking about whatever you want to say uh when they see that clip and they see the comments they know what is what like yeah. they're not worried about these bad comments it's not it's not taking anything away from you it's actually totally. adding i think that hey she's brilliant she's, what she's talking about she's really good at investment real estate the people that know what they're doing right you're also covering Absolutely. a topic people yeah. care about too I mean, that's Absolutely. that's why they're responding to Here's it. one that people care about. Let's listen to the clip and then we'll oh get boy. into the reactions. <laughs> oh, my God. If you look at the sheer numbers of what's going on in L.A., I'll oh, tell you the what mass exodus is. Venice and Santa Monica. Because of the homeless issue. It is a real thing. Like, I have a client right now. We just wrote an offer for $3 million, just under $3 million, in Palos Verdes. So my client is leaving Malibu, Santa Monica area. Yeah. He's also owned property up in the Bay Area, like Sonoma. Owns a lot of real estate, right? And he's like, I got to get out of Santa Monica, like Marina Del Rey. Almost like there's this scary urgency. If you look at the okay, so People got mad about this, first of all. And this one, Taya, got 684,000 views, another twenty. Uh, 25,000 likes, 2,500 comments. Yeah. So, so I will say this because this was a much lar- longer clip that was like 
cut down, right? Yes. Um, it was a it was a big and, discussion. And it, it was a big segment. Exactly. Of the and so I think that people who live in California are like, wait a minute, she's talking about all these different neighborhoods. Like she doesn't know what she's talking about. I think that it was also confusing for people listening because this particular client owns like seven properties in different parts of LA, right? And different parts of the Bay Area. I'm from the Bay Area. I know that like Sonoma is in wine country. And I had to go into the comments and say, go listen to the whole segment. We're talking, we can't put 15 minutes on TikTok, but we're talking about all these. We can give a geography lesson later. You know what I mean? But I think what people were very much upset about was saying the word mass exodus. They wanted me, and, and I will say this, it and is, I asked the question, I said, is there a mass exodus coming out of California? Right. And I think what people need to understand is, is that a um, exaggeration? Yeah. Like mass, mass exodus is a big ex- exaggeration, right? However, what people, what I want people to know is even though, and we said this in the longer podcast, even though a lot of people have left Santa Monica, have left parts of LA, the values have still gone up. Why? Because there's still a lot of demand and California as a whole has a housing shortage. That's right. Right? So is the mass, does the mass exodus equal lower prices? No. Are there more people leaving California? Than any other than state? Any yes, other that's, state? A, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. There are a lot of people leaving California for a lot of different reasons, whether it be for taxes, yeah. right? Or maybe job now because of COVID, they a can more go affordable work everywhere. Home. Yeah, or more affordable home. There's a lot of people who are like, I get a lot more bang for my buck. In fact, we know so many realtors across the country who are like, no more Californians. Like I just did a video on TikTok that got a lot of views in on Instagram, like joking around about how, you know, I would never move to Phoenix. And then all of a sudden, you know, they sell their home in California. Eric's in that situation. Eric lives here in LA County Mm -hmm. and he's looking at homes in San Diego, but also looking in Arizona because, uh, you know, can work from anywhere and the the affordability, right? And golf. Yeah. And golf. Golf's fantastic. And it's a hundred degrees. I could tan all day. (laughs) I just want to get the hell out of here. So you're not alone in what you said here when you speak to luxury agents in California or any agent, they're sharing this, especially in LA. Yeah. This sentiment. I just had John Grauman on the podcast. Yeah, he's great. And he said literally almost the same thing. So we'll see how his clip goes. Oh, they're for gonna him. get ready, John. But, they're gonna come for you. I mean, here's here's one just totally this is where people go. They go right to politics. Tata Carlo oh. definitely voted for Trump. Do you want to do you want to confirm that? Yeah, confirm I d- actually, or deny. It, well, here's the thing. I I will say this. I don't like to get political on any of, of my not. social pages, but yeah. if anyone is interested, no, I did not vote for Trump. But I but I think it's hysterical that people think that they can typecast me because I'm a white woman with blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, totally. And you didn't even you didn't even touch the politics and your credit to you your so your comment. Weird. I feel awful for homeless people and don't have a solution, but it's a fact. It's become an out of control problem in LA safety and sanitary issues mm-hmm. and when you talk to an agent that's from california they that's their number one issue with california right now not yeah. that there's you know one percent of the population left l- last year or anything like that it is the safety because they have families here yeah they like i like like day. for example like look my heart can break seeing homeless people in the streets it's awful it is so depressing and i really wish i had an answer for it i also at the same time can feel fear when I have my seven-year-old son who likes to skateboard and I take him to the skate park in Westchester and there's a tent city adjacent to the skate park where a man is defecating on the grass and wiping himself in front of young children. Like Bobby, we have a, a that, bathroom in the hotel. That is like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That is awful. <laughs> it's extremely sad. And there's also an uptick in crime in yeah. some places, um, in places like Brentwood. Yeah, there's a where tent city, right? Outside of my apartment. Right. Where there used to never be violent crime and there's violent crime now. So like, look, I think what people need to understand, we don't need to go down this big rabbit hole of like, you know, realtors have no compassion for humanity. It's like, yes, we do. But we're also, you can also at the same time be cognizant of an uptick in crime and and sanitary stuff. Like we said that it's a fact that out of the 50 states, California happens to have the most migration out. That is a fact. You can check the numbers. Another fact is they also have the most homeless people. So that's just not, it's not saying something bad. It's just identifying and the also, data. And also, ironically, 
we also have some of the highest prices per square foot for homes. And it's the fifth largest economy in the world. Yeah, so, so it's not it, saying it's worth one saving. or the other. You know, it's, wor it's worth making sure it doesn't continue down this path. People and still, but here's what I want people to understand. The weather is intoxicating. It's just <laughs> incredible. So we need the to stay in California. The weather is wonderful. But I think that what people need to know as well from this clip, and they came at me for this, it's like, look, I still love Santa Monica. We, we yeah. just partied there last night. I, I love I love L.A. I love California. I'm never leaving. Um, and a lot of people still want to be here, even though there are a lot of people leaving California. Uh, California is still one of the most beautiful places to live in the world. How about this comment, which got 175 hearts? Oh, boy. I replied to it. And you you did not reply to it. So maybe you'll be hearing it for the first time. <laughs> Oh no! They're gonna put her down a spiral You're make me here. Cry. No, yeah. no, no! This one's not not directed towards you. <laughs> okay. Well, you say kind of cap. It says cap, like the cool kids say, right? Which means, do you know what cap means? No. It means like BS. All right, so you've oh. never heard no cap. No. When people say something, they're like, oh no, cap. Shit, I'm old. Yeah. Is that how you know you're old? So cap. No one is selling their multi-million dollar properties because of homeless. They're selling it because they want the multi-million dollar sale. And I said to buy another multi-million dollar piece of real estate, which could, by the way, be somewhere else where there's less homeless people. People have moved out of California and sold their multi-million dollar house for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. And there's plenty of big names, Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, that you can point to that identified, you can laugh. This is not a political podcast. This is not a political podcast. Hey, what are your thoughts on abortion? Oh my God, I don't want to talk <laughs> about anything. No, no, no. Oh, okay, you don't? Okay. You know, obviously, <laughs> What's those, your stance those on? Two in, oh my god! Those are big names, so you can throw them out there. How'd you handle immigration? Oh my god! <laughs> that's that's Eric really wants we me to never to. sell a house again. <laughs> but those are the reasons that they identified as why they left California, right? Well, and, and so, look, so this person saying that's cap it, isn't like you have their head in the sand. Well, and here's the other thing, guys. In a fucking less than thirty second clip, you really think that I'm going to put my, you know. I'm going to draw a line in the sand and say, this is the only reason why people are leaving California, please. Like, yes, that is a major exa exaggeration. People are leaving California because, yes, they can capitalize on a really hot market, right? Number one. Or maybe there's a tax advantage in a different state. Or maybe any of the other reasons that people leave during the pandemic because they can get more bang for their buck. They can work remotely. They don't have to commute to work anymore. And- and maybe there's an uptick in crime in where they're at and they yeah. don't want to be there anymore. So it could be one, many, or all. Here's somebody, there's 2,500 comments. So there's some good ones oh too. God. There's some good ones. I mean, here's a good one. People in the comments are really missing the point. And they were throughout yeah. this entire clip. Yeah. A lot of them were missing. I mean, there's some that I, I, I couldn't even read like that one. Uh, <laughs> He's going to scroll over. I'm, I'm going to scroll. Over. Well, you guys can go read <laughs> what, these. What are the ones that you can't read? Oh, read them. God. Um, they say right. curse words or something? No, I mean. I got called Karen a lot. Yeah. That's what the rich gets for gentrifying Venice and Santa Monica to begin with. So there you go. There's no comment on that. She's insane. <laughs> I, live, I like that one. I live That's in West I, LA. She's insane. And there is a major shortage <laughs> of housing here because everyone wants to live here. Yeah, we never said that there wasn't an inventory she's, issue. She's insane. It's insane. Just, but, <laughs> but the the fact that, again, there is a number one state for migration outbound, and it is California. It happens to be a fact, which would make well, and we talked make about you not that. insane. But in Byron, that that we talked about that we said, look, yes, there are, are more people leaving California we, we right now than ever before. And guess what? I think I even said this on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, but not enough. There's not enough people leaving. You did leaving. say that, and that is in another clip. Yes, I'm like, in, and by the way, yeah. that clip didn't perform that oh, well. Oh, isn't that weird? Yeah, they that, just want to make me wrong. Did they you guys want see a huge crazy and insane? It exactly. performed, but just not not to the level of this. Did you see a huge <laughs> bump in podcast views after these viral clips? Yeah, the podcast views <laughs> went up. Also, just like overall following on TikTok, yeah. yeah, went way up thanks to your vi <laughs> yeah. viral moments. TikTok. I, Thanks I to Karen over I'll here. You're, you're insane, Karen. insane Karen. Yeah, yeah. insane I, shameless Karen. I, oh God, get, I just need all this insane zingers. right wing. I think I even responded Karen. back to one person like, "Yeah, Karen with a C because I care." <laughs> the Karen insults kind of lost its touch. I think it that was kind it's of popular and yeah, it's, like March 2020ish. You actually look like a loser now when you. Do I really that. like yeah, it when people. Is, yeah. I like it when people call somebody Patricia. I've never hey, heard that Patricia. one before. 
There's a guy on TikTok. I'll, I'll send you the. I mean, there's a whole bunch of these comments. Sonoma's not by the bear, which we already covered that. No shit, Sherlock. People are uh, idiots. But that's that's the uh, if people are this passionate to read the comment, because more people should have went to your question. More people should have went and watched the YouTube link. If they're that passionate to make a comment, go watch. You know that segment of the of the podcast. Yeah, but they're and, lazy, Byron. Like yeah. they people people go to, go on TikTok for a few reasons. Boobs Either, and three words. <laughs> or they want to laugh, right? They yeah. want to laugh, or they want an outlet to let their rage out. Mm -hmm. Like, and it doesn't matter who it is or what they're saying. Like, a lot of people really are seeking it out. They're waiting to be triggered, and they Twitter's like engage. that too. Twitter yeah. is a bloodbath compared to all these apps. People project their anxiety and their mm -hmm. anger. There is so much anger in here against <laughs> rich people or wealthy people. So yeah. sorry for the millionaires that have to look at homeless people it must be really tough. Wow, I feel so sorry for these rich people who have to flee their neighborhoods to avoid the homeless. We should organize a relief effort for them. Just don't don't care about um, first world rich people problems at all. I mean, yeah. you know, I was just not, not caring about this stuff, <laughs> which is fine. Um, I don't understand that mindset of just hating on. We're not even going to go down that path, but <laughs> all right. So that we, we do you want to do more on this one? You go to the next clip. Next, we clip. got another clip. Yeah, let's go to another clip here. Uh, this is Tay is thinking about sure this call. Dad, no, Ted, Ted has not called yet. Multifamily investing in California is the. Oh boy, people the really clip. they came at me. The novice investor mm -hmm. doesn't understand that you cannot have appreciation and cash flow at the same time. Well, because they were listening to bigger pockets and they want gold. They want, of course you do. Like, who doesn't want a unicorn? Yeah. Absolutely. And if you had a crystal ball, you're like, oh my God, the market really increased because Tesla moved their company here and did it. And before you know it, look, we've got appreciation and cash flow. Well, look, that was a happy accident. But vast majority of the time, someone who's buying a multi-unit, like an eight-unit building in Beverly Hills, is not looking for cash flow. They're looking for a secure mm -hmm. place to park their money and they're banking on appreciation. And that's the part that people missed. Yeah. They just completely glossed over you saying in Beverly Hills. In Beverly Hills. We were having a discussion and we said it in the clip about real estate in Beverly Hills. Yeah. You cannot find a property in Beverly Hills that's going to give you both cash flow and appreciation. You're probably, to your point, just not going to find cash flow. You're only banking on appreciation yeah. and you're holding it for the long term. That's right. You're 100% correct. I made the little comment about bigger pockets. Bigger pockets would say the same thing. Yeah. My point when I said that, because I got a little bit of. People really got fired up. Over I got this. people fired up saying bigger pockets help so many people. They do. They're the number one investing podcast. Right. They're brilliant when it comes to uh, investing in real estate. My point, what I was saying there was that people will listen to one, you know, podcast on bigger pockets. Then they'll see a Grant Cardone clip. And all of a sudden, they're going to go out and find this deal. That's cat. They're going to get the cash flow hat, and it's going to appreciate that in two hat's years. Ridiculous. And they're going to flip right. it and buy a thousand units after that. And and so, again, people aren't doing their homework. Right. And here and here's what I'm talking about. We are we are in the middle of an a very unique time in real estate. Right. We've had unprecedented growth over the last what twelve years, and no one knows what's going to happen at this point. Right. So. People in their adult lives have only seen huge appreciation. They don't remember in like 2010 when you couldn't give a, give away a house like North of Montana. And in the Northeast, and it was 15 years of that. So that's what I'm saying. So I think that in a normal market, and if you look at the trajectory of real estate in general across the country, you'll see, of course, over time, you're going to, real estate's a great investment. You're going to have steady appreciation, right? I'm talking about fast appreciation or excuse me, long-term appreciation. Like when you look at like Beverly Hills, something that's going to hold its value because everybody knows what Beverly Hills is or beach properties, Hamptons, like certain parts, right? If you're looking at cash flow in LA, so I'm not a realtor outside of California, right? If you're looking for actual cash flow in LA County, you're going to have to go to areas that are maybe not that desirable. And that aren't right? going to appreciate. That are not going to appreciate as fast. Maybe that's the word that they wanted to hear, not as fast, right? So maybe it's an area mm -hmm. where it, the, the price to, to acquire that property is maybe a $1.5 million property and it's cash flowing a lot. And in California, by the way, a good cash flow in California, people listening are going to like, it's going to blow their minds, is not even 5%. Yeah. If you find a five cap in LA, 
it's snatched up like that. The the sexy thought for beginner investors and crypto bros to, you know, that want to invest in real estate is that, well, I'm going to get this property that cash flows and then it's going to appreciate so fast in two years that I'll refi and I'll get all the money out on a non-taxable event. And, you know, they're just, they're probably, the, the better comment I should have made is they're listening to too much Grant Cardone and maybe not yeah. enough, like going deep on bigger pockets. But here's what uh, the laughing panda, laughing <laughs> underscore panda on TikTok. I like that. Had to say to me. Listen to Kristen Wiig. She'd be spitting facts. Yeah, that would be insane. <laughs> Confirm all Grant Cardone facts. Yeah. Um, I don't listen to Grant Cardone. No, I, I mean, I, I watch this. Well, it's like, just that, that running joke in the- That's Leonetti's joke. Yeah. In the he wants to 10x comments. everything. Grant exactly. could come at you in the comments. He's he's known for that. Yeah, didn't Glenda have a battle with Grant uh -huh. at one point? If you want to battle yeah, with him, this is your it. opportunity. I, I got nothing against the guy. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't like, even know what I'd battle him on. I like him. Yeah. I listen to his book. That clip did pretty good. The uh, Glenda clip, where she told the story of battling Grant Cardone. Yeah, yeah, it did. I thought she was when she brought it up on the podcast. I'm like, did he sue you? Because he sued uh, me, Kevin. I don't know if people know who me, Kevin is. He's Real estate investor, actually in California. Really, he's in Ventura. Okay. Byron How far is it? North. Me, That's Kevin. like north, way north, right? North. Yeah, I love me, Kevin. Yeah. Anyways, he was started <laughs> off as an agent, him. and then he he buys a whole bunch of properties, single family, undervalue, and fixes them up, holds them as rentals. He's got a whole bunch of rentals, but during the pandemic, he went like he refied all his properties and went all in on Tesla and made twenty million bucks in a year on Tesla. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He's got um, a whole bunch of stuff that he's doing. Anyways, uh, he did a spoof video on Grant Cardone like years ago when he, this is how his YouTube channel actually blew up. He's got, I don't know, a couple million on YouTube. Okay. And he went to Grant Cardone's office with, uh, what are those holiday flowers? They're like red. What are those? Uh, poinsettias. Poinsettias. Yeah. He had a truckload of those flowers and they were like delivering them as a joke after Grant had already given him some type of warning of doing a video on him. He used to do these like reacting, reacting to Grant Cardone content oh on YouTube. And so they got kicked out. Cops were called. Once they found out it was him bringing all these flowers and Grant Cardone ended up suing him. <gasps> Did he win? Yeah. Or they uh, sell probably. I don't, I don't know if I ever followed in up with the whole story when the lawsuit was going on, but yeah, there was some kind of, it was, it was just very painful because he had to go, you know, fly from California to Florida. Right. And deal with the whole thing, hire an attorney. So it ended up being expensive. Yeah. Right. Hopefully, Grant, don't sue me, bro. Please, please don't sue me. <laughs> we like you, Grant. Uh, yeah, we're, we're big fans. Eric's the biggest fan. I mean, oh. no. <laughs> I, I got nothing on Grant Cardone. I just like I, that I, Eric's I watched, still wearing his glasses. Yeah, exactly. Um, I watched the Grant Cardone versus Wolf of Wall Street debate, basically. And I thought Cardone got really exposed. Those comments were insane. Yeah, those comments were insane. But me and Kevin did a reaction video to that. And it seemed like Grant Cardone was just trying to combat everything that the wolf was saying. And he just kind of looked like an idiot in that podcast. Did you watch that one? I believe I watched the reaction that yeah. you're talking about because I'm in love with me, Kevin. Yeah, exactly. So, Tay, you getting any, did you get the deal? Yeah. You getting the text message? Um, Tay, did it fall apart? You're not going to start? No, I don't know. Um, so that, I just need to, no, he is not. It's not, it's not a part. All right. Tay is, Tay is waiting for a huge, huge. Uh, for a response. God, oh. Guys, I hope I don't cry on camera. Well, we're hoping we get oh, the call here. God, that's why I keep looking camera. at my phone. So thank you for bearing with me. All right. So we could read more comments, but here, here's just, this one only did 5,000 views and you were just talking about how uh, ultra successful, a po very positive message, ultra successful people think. Of course, there was you know no wild commentary there. Yeah, the, the um, nice stuff nobody ever really wants to engage with. Yeah, of course. It's got to be controversial. Uh, well, actually, yeah, I take that back. There was that one video where I'm in um, San Diego and I was saying something about like, stop giving a shit what people think about you. Mm -hmm. And it got used as a, as a, like a trending sound by, that was like my first real viral video on have, TikTok. Have you ever thought about creating sounds, like creating TikToks where people could use the sound? That's like a yeah. whole new way that we should Ooh. start looking at doing content. Absolutely. Is being like. I got to make something that's 10, 15 seconds that people could just use the sound because that'll make your yeah, videos. Even, even that, a voiceover. Is, yeah. It, everybody's taking it right now. On yeah. TikTok people are doing like an entire Leonetti skit. It's yeah. awesome. Really? Like 20, 30 seconds of it. But I want to try to come up with stuff that realtors could use as trending audio. I think that's Let's a real that good. Yeah. I think that's a real good route for content. No you one's could, really You could like literally that. do that here today. Yeah. Here's the, uh, I'll play the Leonetti one. I think this is it. Yeah. This is it. This is a. Uh, 
Matt Leonetti, the goat Matt. of humorous videos. We need a 5,000 square foot home with at least six bedrooms. Our budget is 200,000, no exception. All right, let me just check the inventory real quick. If you can't find it, we'll get an agent who can. <sighs> Sorry, I'm wrong with that. <laughs> Damn, they've all sold. What? When? In 1983, Cheryl. They sold in 1983. That's great. <laughs> Have a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you, I see, I hear that all the time. And like, you know, if I'm just on TikTok screwing around, it'll pop up in my feed <laughs> and it's not Matt. It's other people using that. I'm like, what's going on? Is that Leonetti's voice? And I then like after that. the third time, I'm like, oh, I, I see what's going on here. There's so, and so you can click on the sound. Obviously mm -hmm. you guys know this. I'm telling you that you don't know. On TikTok, you can click on the sound and you'll see how many other people have posted that video. And there's just a ton of real estate agents using that yeah. Leonetti clip. Well, and if you do have an original sound, I like highly recommend that you go in and you name your sound. Mm -hmm. So yeah. then that way people know exactly what it is. Like or the like, realtor rant or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I like that Leonetti used Cheryl instead of Karen. Yes. Yeah. Because he knows. Yeah. He knows it's out of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> 1983 Cheryl. Uh, yeah. I mean, those, if you're an agent, and you're dealing with those buyers that want to make offers. What do you do actually? If you got a buyer who just wants to continuously make under ask offers, do you just get rid of them? I've broken up with clients yeah. before like that. Yeah. I think that when I think it's all about when you meet someone who wants to do business with you, I do like a buyer interview and I sit them down and I say, look, the people who work with me, like get ready to find the place. My goal is not to work with you for the next six months. I want to work with you for like the next 90 days. I want to make sure we're writing to win. Like there's nothing Play worse than when a buyer's like, I mean, let's just see what happens. You know, yeah. let's just give them lists. Don't you have to condition them sometimes yeah. though? And, and yeah, you got to let them, you got to let them lose a couple of times. Right. Exactly. You're like, sure. You know, maybe this one, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then the next, like this one, we came to win. Yeah. We didn't the, even come to play. We came to win. The call you're waiting on. Yes. Yeah. That's why it's going to be so heartbreaking. You well, yeah, because I told 20 him, offers, you, you were... 20 offers. We're in the top two right now. We know that like we were the top out the gate. Yeah. And so we know that um, we did an escalation clause, which some people poo-poo. But I but if you want I gave it, a courtesy call to the agent. And the agent said, I will absolutely entertain that. Who poo-poos it? You're saying listing agents poo-poo it? Yes. A lot of uh, listing agents... Because they want agents, you to just go to the top. Well, because it's considered a strong arm move. Right. We actually talked about this on Clubhouse back in the day. Um, about back in the day. Back, back in the Clubhouse day, like, like a year, right? right? A year ago? Um, a year ago. Been for a year. It's been dead for a while. But I remember it got people really people lit when I that. said um, that doing an escalation clause can be seen as a strong arm move. Right. So if the list price is, say, $2 million, and I'm like, okay, well, here's $2 million or you know, $10,000 higher than your highest offer with no cap. That's a dick move. No cap. I'm sorry. Like no cap. You ha in, in order to do it properly, if you know that they have 20 offers in hand and it's listed at 2 million, maybe you offer, you know, 2.1 or 2.2 based on all that competition. You go, I will give you 2.2 million dollars or 25 grand over your highest bona fide offer, not to exceed 2.4 million. Right? So now you're telling them, I'm going to step up with an over ask offer so you see how serious I am. Over ask podcast. Yeah. And then you know, over house podcast. And then you give them a cap so you know that they're being serious. They're not just trying to get last look to be like, hey, I want to be the top no matter what. Because what happens if another buyer comes in and goes, I'm going to do an escalation clause too. Well, now those two can cancel each other out. That's right. And sometimes the seller will go, well, this person actually offered 2.3. I don't even want to, you know, part of my French, like dick around with the people with the escalation clauses. Yeah. I'd rather go with the person who actually stepped up. They want it. I'm just going yeah, right to them. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes they can backfire. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. In your case, your situation, how 20 offers, how high that one has gotten. It's going almost $500,000 yeah. over list. Yeah. Now, was the list price under market value? No. And this is actually something I talked about recently. Um, saying that you have to, on Taya's Two Cents, on my Instagram show. Check it out. Check it out. Plug Shout in, out. Plug in the show. Hashtag Taya's Two Cents. When you're listing a home, you have to price it on retrospective data. Yeah. Right? So you need to look maybe in this hot market, because it's moving so quickly, maybe over the last 60 or 90 days, what are the sales? Now, Yesterday's price is not today's price. Exactly. Because even though this is a hot market, you could really turn people off 
like the house we're sitting in right now. I'm not going to tell you what it sold for, but we listed it. Over ask. Yeah, it went over ask. But had I priced it. What a genius podcast name, by the <laughs> way. I just if nonstop I, plugs. If I had priced it at the price we actually got, we wouldn't have had multiple offers. Yeah. People would have been totally turned off. And everybody knows that if something's overpriced, it's going to sit and then you're going to ultimately have to reduce it. Yeah. And this place is beautiful. We're sitting in yeah. Taya's listing it's not just her listing she indoor designed. outdoor feel yeah indoor, that's, outdoor that's why field. the glasses are on i feel Cal- like i'm California outside living. yeah we exactly. are literally it's gorgeous right behind the cameras you you've got the, these beautiful doors that what are they you They're call la it? cantina bifold la doors. cantina bifold <laughs> there you go <laughs> but we've, we're opened up in beautiful backyard but tay you designed this place i did not i i won't take credit for designing okay. it you i worked the, the finishes i helped i helped right? pick some of the finishes and helped work with the architect and designer on the choices he was going to make. I said, you need to make sure that the floor plan is like this. You absolutely need a bathtub. Um, they weren't gonna have a bathtub. You found the deal. It was you know, an undervalued fixer upper property. Mm-hmm. Found the deal, found the investor, mm-hmm. put all the pieces together, the yeah. architect, everything, and then you listed it and sold it. Yeah, it was a longer process than normal. It was a two year process because of COVID. Um, but yeah, the the acquisition price was you know less than 900,000. We then the builders put in about five hundred thousand, and remember, cost of construction tripled over the last two years. Think about that, yeah. right? So they put in five hundred thousand uh, to rebuild the house. Not even, not even a. By the way, a flip is when you just change out surfaces, right? Mm-hmm. A rebuild when you take it you down it to all. the studs. I mean, this is like a brand new house. It is. Um, and then we listed it for million six fifty. Got multiple offers, and it is selling significantly over list. Um, over ask. Over ask. Over ask podcast. And um, it will be setting a new price per square foot in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. No, congratulations. Is you. that yeah. something you, you enjoy doing? Do you want to do more of that where you put the whole deal together yeah, front to start? I would love to do that. But here's back? my fear. My fear is that the margins are not going to be what they are now Yeah. Um. in the next few years. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that things are going to cool off, but I think that you can only go so high before yeah. you just kind of plateau a little bit. And I, I mean, if you can't get the house at a low price to make a profit or not even just make a profit, just like break even. You like the finishes though? Picking the finishes? Did I you get an extra spread for that? No. You can ask no, for an extra one next one. time. Next time, yeah. yeah. This was a, a past client and a personal friend, so. Give them a freebie. No more freebies. Yeah, no yeah. more freebies. No more you kind of know my worth. Yeah. yeah. Charge, for, charge for those calls too. You got some calls oh, you got to make on uh, social media tips. Uh, yeah, I need to, but I got to decide what I want to do, right? Sell real estate or be like you social media. Combo. We'll help you out. We'll help you out with Bam. Yeah, location, exactly. Location media. We'll Charge $1,000 a again. call. If you want we were already doing seconds that in the Discord, we're, we're giving free consultations yeah, right? nonstop. It's we were doing that in Clubhouse too back in the day. I that know. was like back our thing. Back in the day, 12 yeah. months ago. Yeah. If we charge exactly. people two cents, Taya's two cents. Yeah. Per minute. Two cents per second to talk to Taya. <laughs> That's what I mean, per second. <laughs> per second. Yeah. I think we could rack up some coin right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Line out the door anyways. All right. I don't think that call's coming in. I'm getting a little nervous. I mean, I think it's eventually going to come in. I just don't think we're going to hit it on the pod. We might have to wrap this know. thing up. I know. Bobby, how are you feeling over there? You're not melting down, are you? We hit up Mastro's pretty hard last night. He put, this, he put this mic right here. I can't even see Taya. <laughs> what am I doing? I've been like right. jolting back hey, and bye. forth. How do we want to wrap this up? Well, are there any other controversial things you wanted to talk no, about? No, is there anything else I could? Yeah, do we have enough viral clips out of this podcast? Any other political Bobby? opinions? Do so. yeah, so? we want to express? Who, who are you? Who are you yeah. voting for in the midterms, Taya? Oh my God! No, uh, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> do Do I ask uh, out of bounds questions? No. No. Okay. No. I mean, I think on our next talk, we could um, we could talk about. I don't even know if I should say it. Oh, um, you got the date, the, the, yeah, the dating world. Yeah, we, oh, we, we, we won't talk about it now because it's inappropriate, um, inappropriate timing for me personally. Yes. But uh, we will talk about how it's a whole new world out there. Can we tell yeah, that we, story that you, you told us last yeah, night? Yeah, we heard an incredible story from Taya. No, we can't tell Okay, it. we can't tell not, No, down the road, not right down now. The road, down the road, absolutely. When are you yeah. starting your podcast? You got to have one. What do you want to talk about? Well, I she's going to be, be, on, be on a new podcast coming out on BAM. Yeah, I mean, you got to start your own podcast. Yeah, I just got to figure out what it is that people want to hear. I mean, but house wait, flipping, wait, this real is something we can talk about. Social media consulting. Well, what's funny is, is that I tend to do a lot of the inspirational type content, mm-hmm. but I don't 
I walk a fine line with it because I get really turned off by some inspirational content. Absolutely. We won't name any names, but I- Name a couple. That would be no, good clip I think that like, it's. I was telling Eric this, when you are in a sad down spot, mm-hmm. the last thing you want to be is inspired, right? So for example, mm-hmm. if you're going through a breakup- I might, I might disagree. Okay, so hear me out. Let's just say you're going through a breakup and you're sad and you start seeing happy couples everywhere. Oh, no, no, yeah. And like birds chirping and you're just kind of like, fuck these people. Like I'm, this is not (laughs) beautiful. Love is dead. Do you know what I mean? And then the same thing goes for when- You pain. Right, you want to see people like hurting hurting with you. What I don't like is seeing people hold hands like nonstop. Like they can't- The PDA, you can't take it. Stop holding hands. I can't. It drives you, me you nuts. You can't stand anything. I feel I, like. Last night we were at this bar called the Bungalow, gorgeous bar, great gorgeous bar. People. Shout out it's to the right Bungalow. On the ocean and Byron's just like, oh, the people here. Oh, this is horrible. No, the, I love the people. They're all twenty-six and twenty-seven. I just, all I said was, it's like, who cares? This is great. What do you want to do? Sit and I, I stare at Do they just get out of class? I mean, it's midnight. I feel like everybody came directly from I don't know UCLA or such a curmudgeon. What was the closest college? UCLA. Yeah. UCLA. Yeah. No, holding hands. Are you a hand holder? I'm not really a hand holder. It makes my hands sweaty. It's like a job. It feels like yeah. it feels like you're a... probably not a snuggler either. No, I'm not a snuggler. No, I like snuggle every now and then. A little, a little you a hand holder? No, not really. <laughs> what I would disagree with. So yeah, if you... I love where this conversation's yeah. going. Like... If you break up with somebody, you don't want to see inspirational couple content. But if you're in a rough spot, I would argue that I do personally enjoy some motivational stuff. Maybe like a when I was in a bad spot before I got into real estate, uh, I was listening to a lot of Eric Thomas messaging mm-hmm. that was, you know, about, you know, you've got to want it as bad as you want to breathe. I actually enjoy that kind of stuff. I like, and, I'm not talking kind of about that. Motivated where my momentum will go in the right direction. I like that kind of stuff. Like I like Mel Robbins. Right? Yeah, well, she's Mel brilliant. Robbins is fantastic I, I because I think that she has a true authentic vulnerability yeah. that she shows that's inspiring. Five, I'm, four, three, two, one, get up, get out of bed, go. Exactly. The high five roll, right? Yeah, I love it. I, I just, I'm talking about the more cheesy, repetitive, recycled, um, canned inspiration that you find on like a repetitive meme yeah. everywhere. Not that the after, broke agent memes. No. no. That, but that's after, why I started the broke agent. <laughs> Seriously, was because to, of that to stuff. counter this stuff was 2015, 16 grind culture motivation. It seemed like real estate agents were really taking that approach from their content. Like that's all they were doing was motivation, putting a quote on it, showing their suits, showing their luxury cars, that lifestyle. And then I was like, I need to do the counter of this because this is not making me feel better as a struggling real estate agent. Mm -hmm. People want to relate to stuff that's funny and stuff that's happening to, you know, the average agent basically. So, I mean, there's content like that content works for some people, but. It really turns me off too. All motivation yeah. content turns me off. You need more kindness okay. and empathy. Eric. Me? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just I just wanted to slip that you talking that, about? that Gary V quote in there. Yeah. <laughs> just... I mean, Gary V does a good job at it. He oh, no, you know, he motivates good. in an authentic way. Yeah. And Absolutely. There are people that do a good job. Um, His motivation yeah. is real sincere because it's usually when somebody comes up to him somewhere mm-hmm. and and he's giving practical advice, like having a one on one conversation. They're just like documenting it. I I. Lo- I, I Shouldn't say I love it because it gets repetitive. But yeah, uh, have you seen the Gary Vee impersonators? Oh, he just posted one. He shared one. Oh, he did. That. That's smart. It's like the best impersonator. There, there's three Gary Vee impersonators right this, now that are doing an unbelievable job. I actually got to look it up so we can watch it after the pod. He'll, he'll do one. They'll be like, "How old are you?" And then he'll say like, "Oh, 35." Like, "Fuck you!" He just says that. <laughs> to me. It's so good. No, the uh, like the, you, the recent one where Gary Vee goes to heaven, like uh-huh. theoretical heaven, and you know it's theoretical. He's like biting his nails and eating blueberries. And shit. It's, it's so theoretical. Good. God's like, you know, I guess figuring if he's gonna let Gary Vee in, and, and Gary Vee's like, uh, I can all the time in the world, you know, like you know, he's always saying like, <laughs> As you guys he's yeah, how he's, he's like, oh, you're forty, you're so young. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you exactly. know, he has you're so 80? many years ahead yeah. of me. You know, have some left. patience, God. You, you got know? your whole <laughs> life ahead of you. Yeah, it's it's just hilarious stuff. No, those those are really good. But he's playing into. There's one particular one I'm thinking about. I can't think of the guy's name. I know uh, he wears the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I just yeah. think that in the world of social media, if more people were were fearless in the sense of just sharing <laughs> what it is that they're going through, that that to me is more endearing. 
and mm-hmm. and provides more genuine connection on social media and I think helps you engage on a more personal level when you step out of your own way and show a little bit of vulnerability. It's I when agree. you act like everything's so perfect and that and I think that's the thing that bothers me when someone's delivering an inspirational message and they're acting like they have the answers and they're acting like they know it all. And I'm like, what the fuck does this person know? I've been starting to share a little bit more of like my bankruptcy story. I loved that. I I love, that was honestly one of my favorite clips that you've ever shared. Yeah. And and I've gotten a lot of that feedback. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to lean more into that direction because it does, I I got some DMs like, um, specific DMs were like, hey, I have a lot more respect for you now. You seem more real, you know, because sometimes the clips, yes. going back to how, why we did this podcast in the first place, can get taken out of context of like, he's so far up in the clouds with all this like new stuff and whatever. And, and I don't give enough of the insight of, you know, some of the struggle I've gone through. And, yeah. and I just talked about on one clip, uh, $80,000 commission that I lost back in the day, really back in the day, not like yesterday, yeah. Clubhouse back in the day, but like, I don't know, uh, eight years ago, maybe because I essentially fired myself, right? I did a poor job of staying in the game, being a pro, communicating to that seller at the level a real professional would communicate. Mm-hmm. And the minute he said, you know, why don't you just terminate the contract? I was like, yeah, screw you, buddy. It's coming over right now, like trying to show him up. He signed it and this brewery buys the property. So I didn't talk about it in the clip. This brewery buys the property the next day, the new agent, like the next day, the day it got listed, basically. Mm-hmm. So it probably took three days, new photos, whatever they did. Actually, no, they stole my photos, by the way, which I was a little upset about, but there's nothing I could really do. She sells it to another brewery and it ends up getting so much PR. Like everybody's writing about this. Um, this brewery, oh, what the heck's the name? Everybody would know this. Uh, Treehouse Brewery in okay. the Northeast. Do you guys know that? It's Mm-mm. big. It's real big in the Northeast. And every like article up there the next couple of days was me having to read about the sale. It was brutal. Yeah. Was brutal. And I, but I think that you sharing some of that vulnerability, I think it helps put the human back in front of this shell of a persona that we put on TikTok and then on Instagram. Cause I think that, like you said, why we did this podcast today is that people watched my clips, they saw my face, right? And they made an immediate judgment based on my appearance and my voice and what I, and the content of what I'm talking about, right? Within a five to 10 second clip, yeah. they're like, I know this girl, I know exactly what she is, I know what she stands Everything for, her, and all yeah. this stuff. Who she voted for. Right, and what people don't know, right? And, and I'll reveal some of myself right now. I was raised by a blue collar family. My mom filed for bankruptcy, like single mom. Like we lived in a thousand square foot house with one toilet. I was such a bad girl. My mom took my door off when I was 14. So like, I you know what I mean? But like, I'm, but that's besides the point. I was like, she goes, slam the door one more time and I'm taking it Uh off. And I was like, bitch. And I slammed the door (laughs) and all of a sudden I heard, and she starts taking the hinges off my door. It's like out of a movie. It was, she did it. And then she took my door and she's like, (laughs) and walked it out and locked it in the garage for six months. Um, But, but back to like, (laughs) but back to my upbringing, like, I I had a wonderful childhood, but I have memories of my mom. And I said this on stage, I think with Tom Ferry, I have memories of my mom saying, I've got to bring the check to the landlady. And my brother and I sitting in the back of this old beat up Volvo that used to break down all the time where my mom would have to get like strangers to come like push the car because she ran out of gas or whatever it was. And it's like pouring down rain and she's like, stay in the car. And she doesn't have the money for rent. And she's knocking on the landlady's door and explaining to her why she can't pay the rent that month. And can you please just give us a little bit more time? And having my mom come back in the car and just like hysterically crying and being like, you know, it was always the landlady, the landlady. So like, I get why people are triggered on TikTok when they hear landlord, tenant, because- If they're living through the life that you live. Yes, because But they don't understand that you lived But they don't understand that I lived that. And so I think that there's this weird dichotomy that happens. It's like, okay, so not that I lived in poverty, you know what I mean? Sure. Like I no, had I a wonder, that. but it's like, but we struggled. Yeah. I did not get everything that I wanted, right? We had to really work for it. And I think that that built who I am today. Like when I came to LA, I was like over $60,000 in debt. I hit, I had overdraft fees all the time. Um, and but, it, but your struggle can never be low enough for some of it, these exactly. commenters. Somebody's going to say, oh, Tay, you, you didn't have a door on your bedroom. 
you know, how would you better. like to live in a tent? Yeah, you know? right. And but you know what? There's always going to be someone with a worse Absolutely. story. There's yeah. and there are some people who live in extreme wealth who have who are mentally and physically abused by their family, right? So mm -hmm. someone's always going to have some sort of sob story or struggle. I think that what we need to be with one another is like more compassionate and more patient, loving and kind and know like, okay, where's the learning opportunity, right? Like if I do want to grow and I don't want to be um, you know, struggling paycheck to paycheck, like how, who can I follow on social media? Right. Mm. Can I follow Mel Robbins? Can, can I follow Gary Vee? Can I start selling, oh, you know, that's, NFTs? That's TikTok. They'll tell you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can I start doing all this stuff, not just as a, as a side hustle, but can I start really becoming financially independent so I can break the financial curse of whatever you, wherever you come from? I mean, right. for me, that's where looking at me at face value, people don't see that, but I am so proud of how far I've come in my life that, you know, my family looks at me now and they're like, they cannot wrap their heads around like where I've gone in my career and where it's going. Um, and I want to give that to my children. Oh, I'm just scratching the surface, babe. That's right. It's, it's going to be awesome. Big things for Taya DiCarlo coming yeah. in the next 10 years. Yeah. Huge things. Big, huge. We were talking about big things that, last that's, night. That's a pretty woman <laughs> quote. <laughs> we were talking about big things. <laughs> we're wrapping big, this big up. Wieners. Oh my God. <laughs> We're wrapping this up. We were not talking about that. That's that's the broke agent. That's the broke agent going times, crazy. Just a little humor. That's all. This a little Good bit times. of humor. All right, Taya. Thank you so much. Thank you for diving into those comments. Uh, it was. I think it was fascinating to it's very hear the other side. On I'm not afraid two. anymore. Yeah. By the way, don't be afraid. I won't delete like, uh, the app. <laughs> what is that like? Uh, Peter Pan, I'm not afraid anymore. No, what is that? What? Hook? No. Hook? Home Alone. Home Alone. That's what it I'm is. I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> That's right. That's what I thought of. Right. I had, I had <laughs> I'm the, the man of this I had house. To I had the wrong movie. <laughs> All right, Eric, <laughs> Eric, the broke agent's melting down. We're out. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Mine? Yeah. Give us some, uh, keep, yeah, by the way. Give us a Kristen Wig. Give us one more Kristen Wig. Oh. More Kristen oh. Wig comments. And, Kristen uh, Wig. Wait, Byron, let her. Yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, she knows the owner. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. That's it. Perfect. That's it.